All right, all posted up. I think I beat you by like one second. I saw your notification. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How's things, my bro? Um, it's going good. <clears throat> yeah, it's um as good as it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a little bit of a um a personal um struggle at the moment because my brother his his wife shot him and so about a week ago and he just went into a coma earlier today so it's kind of it's a little been a little rough so I'm just trying to stay distracted stay busy um focus on this wonderful project that's going to help so many people around the world and um you know you just be a human but move forward so Jesus Christ my dude I'm so sorry to hear that that's insane um firstly before we get a number of people in here are you sure you want to be running spaces today i assume there's a lot more that you could be doing uh instead of jumping in spaces you know oh no i'm good yeah i you know i'm the type of person that has to uh, stay focused stay busy and you know that's uh that's the world you know <laughs> so the world doesn't stop for anything so you know we just uh uh you know if if some people handle things differently. And I think I'm one of those people that if I sit still and think about something that's out of my control, it's, it's going to, it's not going to be good. <laughs> Let me just put it that way. So the world is better off for me to focus on spaces and what we're doing and moving forward and, you know, making as much change as we can, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel that dude. I think I'm pretty similar. Like, you know, uh, there's this intuitive feeling where you know that you do need to digest and absorb certain emotions and feelings. And yet, amidst being a business person and trying to create things, it seems more productive in the short term to just continue. You know, I think there's always a time where you do need to decompress, but we all have, I guess, uh, we all know when that needs to be. And some people don't want to take that on immediately, you know, and this is obviously something which is very, very fresh. So, let me just say sorry again, man. Like, that's really heavy, super heavy. Oh, no problem. I appreciate that. Well, hence the meditation spaces that's been helping. <laughs> so that's definitely been helping. That's for sure. <laughs> I've been seeing those. I've been seeing them like all day, every day. So what's the 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 thought process behind those? You, uh, you found some music which obviously resonates with you personally and... Um, it seems like a lot of people are resonating with you, man. There's like at least 60 people in the room when I scroll through, you know? Yeah, I, I actually make that music. <laughs> so. Oh, beautiful, bro. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I know people forget I'm a musician because I'm so business-oriented here but and community-oriented, but yeah, the music is still there. <laughs> it's not gone anywhere, so... Um, there will be more to come in the future of, of that and vocal stuff. So it's true. You don't make that super evident. Um, and it's funny, like I've come through this space as a musician, so it's somewhat evident. And yet I still haven't touched an instrument apart from singing on spaces uh, for about two and a half months, maybe even three. Uh, and uh, it's funny how like we get so swept up in the creation of these projects, which are extremely valuable and productive and worthwhile. But uh, I found recently that I've been lacking that inner fulfillment 
that I get from writing music because that's my entire passion. Like that's the that's the epitome for me. Uh, everything else usually is an addition, um, but it seems like with this space and how quickly it moves, you do need to continuously, you know, grow alongside that and. I think in my perspective, because it does move so quick, the growth individually in this space can also be quick with that rising tide. So for me, I feel like it's worth it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you know, and doing, doing that style of music is a, it's a bit, um, it's a bit easier than vocals because not, not, I know we're not making this a music session, but I'll just say it anyway, real quickly, but, but because the vocals is more, um, you know the word I'm looking for. You, you're gonna analyze it more. You're gonna, you know, like. Whereas meditation music, it just it speaks. It is, you know, there is no off key. There is no off pitch. It's just, it just flows. It's just, uh, it's hard to describe. But if you can feel my energy right now, it's just so therapeutic. I love making it. It's just, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, well, I've been sitting in a few of those rooms and it is very beautiful. Uh, and I do agree, like the instrumental stuff, you can you can knock out a little bit quicker with vocals. There's that that, you know, visceral attachment to how the how the words and the pronunciation comes through. And, and there's a lot more intricacy in that, at least for me, because I'm a vocalist. However, you could you could sit on the other side of the fence, too, and say that the the intricacy within the instruments that you, you know, put into something like that is is similar but i love what you're doing and i think uh in the next maybe five ten we'll get more into the nfts for freedom stuff uh once we get a few more people in the room um i'm in no rush usually the lowly lab spaces go for about two hours could be less could be a little more depending on how the conversation flows but um apart from all the craziness right now and nfts for freedom um, while we uh, get a few people, if you want to retweet, by the way, in the room, please uh, re- well post the room. There's nothing actually pinned up top right now, but I will go and pin that real quick just so you can retweet it and we'll get some more individuals in here. Um, but yeah, whilst that happens, tell me more about what's going on. Just like, you know, in the hobbies, in just other passions, like what, what's Steve up to? Um, <clears throat> well, outside of that, um, Health-wise, I've been doing this this program called T25. It's a it's an older program. It came out a few years ago, maybe 2016 or so. Um, and what it what it does is it it packs in like a 25 minute workout. But when you're finished, you'll feel like you've worked out for like two hours. <laughs> so I've been squeezing that in, and uh, you know, just doing the smoothies and. You know, just integrating that in the midst of all this. So, because I, I I feel like with doing a massive project, you know, I know quite a few project creators, and they all have similar things where they say they, you know, a lot of stress and breakdown and blah. But I've taken a different approach. Like I don't stress out. Um, I do as much as I can each day. And for things that a lot of people would freak out about, I'm very very calm. <laughs> so, you know. It's, 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 it's a very weird feeling, but, um, you know, when I hear other people's reactions to that, because it's like, oh, yeah, I know you must be really stressed out. And I'm thinking to myself, like, nope, just, you know, because it's, it's, it's an awesome thing what we're doing. So it's really if if the energy of stress comes, I'm, I'm really big on energy. So to me, if the energy of stress comes into 
the equation, I don't feel like it's going to be the best decision, you know, decision making being made during those moments. So I owe it to everyone to, to continue to be calm, you know, still be human, but be calm. So interesting perspective, but that's, that's, uh, that's Steve Ryan. <laughs> it's a very relatable perspective in my opinion. Um, I think there's, there's two things that I took out of that and both of them I relate to, and I want to see whether you relate to both of these. Firstly, it's a very stoic mindset. Um, you know, not allowing things that are out of your control to worry you in the slightest and also not worrying about things that are in your control because you do have liberty and freedom over them to, you know, change them if you wish. And also for me personally, I've not exactly found too many people similar in mindset to me but when you mentioned not really getting stressed out by things that generally would uh you know inject that into your life or cause that um i feel like in my experience i'm very disassociated to most things and i i tend to live within the middle of the emotional spectrum so i very rarely get sad but i very rarely get like ecstatic i'm kind of living in the middle and very content um which is an interesting place to be because people sometimes wonder when something awful happens to you, why you don't react in a certain way. And simultaneously, like I went skydiving once <laughs> and I kind of came down on the ground. I was like, that was fucking dope. That was sick. And people were expecting me to be like, yeah, like freaking out about it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I just, I can't seem to get to that point for whatever reason. Um, do you have any, like, does that relate to you in any way? Um, it, it does. Um, to, to a degree, it does. I think like when I, I get more excited when I see things happen for other people, uh, as odd as that sound, um, you know, like, it's like, oh yeah, that was cool, you know, and get pumped up just as equally as I can get really, really frustrated if I see something happen to people I care about. Um, but with myself, it, it just depends on what it is. Most of the time it is just pretty chill, like, you know, similar to that. Um, but if it's like something bigger or something that that really is impacting others i get excited through their excitement it's, it's like this uh intuitive empathic kind of thing so yeah it's uh that's exactly the word like it's empathetic you look toward other people and can almost feel what they do when something good or bad happens to them and i think a lot of people have that trait and it's a really special trait to have even though it can be burdensome sometimes uh you know, like literally my, my partner and I were at a comedy show the other night. My friend has uh, always wanted to do stand up and he finally got the courage and he's been doing it for the past year. And we went to support him and watch and he was uh, he was the last comic to get on stage. And there was this one comic who was very brand new. Even the host of the night was like, look, there's a lot of new comics here. Don't be pricks. Just let them practice. And one person in particular, for no apparent reason, the group in the front row were giving him an extremely hard time. And you could see that he was very uncomfortable. And when the host got back up on stage, he actually apologized to the audience and didn't side with the comic when the comic did nothing wrong. And so Nikki and I are both sitting there, just like we said it for the rest of the night, how like bad we felt for that person when it seemed like everyone kind of brushed that off or ignored it or forgot about it and moved on. Um, and it's interesting when you have that empathy within you that you kind of feel what someone else is and you feel bad for someone longer than longer than others would in a sense. Um, so I think it's a great thing and it's a bad thing. If you, if you don't let it become cumbersome, 
I think it's something which can be a, a superpower, to be honest, because you can relate to people in a way that most others can't. Um, and I guess that, you know, leads into NFTs for freedom. It's a, it's an empathetic project, you know, and uh, I'm excited to be involved in it. There's so many of my friends in the NFT space involved in it. And I would love to know initially, like, what was the catalyst for you to develop something of this nature? So instead of just retweeting and assisting people and giving them props and moral support, what was the catalyst for you to think, okay, I want to do an NFT project, which involves all of my friends in this space? <clears throat> well, it wasn't one catalyst type of thing. It's, it's something that evolved, but, but, you know, because before the NFT space, I was no different than this. This is, you know, if people look at my history and all that, this is, this is how I normally approach things. I love to include people, empower people. Um, I love to see other people rise up. Um, I don't always have to be a leader. I, I don't mind, you know, being a student, being a follower. Uh, I don't mind that at all. Um, so it's not, it's not like an ego driven thing. So really in this space here, I, I identified and saw that a lot of people needed like true community support. Um, it's one thing just coming to spaces to get advice. It's another thing actually feeling like you have like, like people that actually will, will help you. Um, and help doesn't always have to be, hey, give me marketing advice. It could be emotional advice. It could be like the meditation music, helping people to unplug. Just really identifying what someone needs and, and, and really helping their humanity go forward. And that allows them to move forward. So the catalyst for me was, was really my nature in general. And and the and the this whole project itself has evolved. Uh, I mean, you and I haven't had a chance to catch up, but it's even greater than 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 where you're even thinking is at, you know, at this point. So <laughs> I don't know if that answered the question, but the catalyst was just really that that drive for wanting to see people move forward, wanting to establish something more permanent for people, you know, because a lot of times when people come into the spaces and they share their work and things. They, they may pin it up. Um, space disappears. It's either going to disappear immediately or it's going to disappear in 30 days. And to me, that's not good enough. I, I, I want people to be able to, to grow and to have all of their efforts count. You know, so that, that's the, that was the biggest, biggest catalyst. And, and one other thing is really wanting the public to really understand what is the community like here? You know, who, who are we? What are we doing here? Why are we here? Where are we so drawn to being in these spaces? And they won't know unless they, um, you know, they won't know unless they actually get to know us and see where we are, who we are, what are we doing? Why are we doing what we're doing? You know, when people come here, they get to know us, but so my my objective with everything we're doing is to take it to the people so they can see what's going on. And then that provides a, a bridge and a gateway for them. It's like building a bridge where they can just drive on over. They see the other side now. They've seen the preview. So come on over. <laughs> come on in. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dude, I feel that so much. And there is something so gracious and kind-hearted um and you know humane about your project and i think that's why there's so many people right now in this audience with nfts for freedom in their profile picture like look at that like you're not making an impact 
unless there are people that are genuinely willing to support you and follow your cause. And people aren't just going to change their profile picture and implement that hashtag for no reason. And one of the things that I've noticed from the very beginning of this NFT journey that all of us have been on in spaces is that you've been in rooms bolstering people and assisting people in a way which a lot of other people neglect and they forget to do. And that is seen, especially in this space, because community is such a driving factor. I think all of us are aware that community is a word that's said every <laughs> every four seconds within spaces, but there's a reason for that. And I know some people try and capitalize on that word and, and try and manipulate through that, but most of us see the potential of connection within the NFT realms for our own projects and for the network and the relationships and friendships that we're building here. And it's so nice to see this iteration of that come through your project because it just it just emanates that. You know, you have this very delicate, forbearing nature about yourself and it comes through in the project. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing everything come to fruition. And I know that it is probably most valuable for you to speak on the tokens themselves and the project itself so people in this room who haven't heard of you before uh, can get an idea as to what this is um, i think the you know the uh foreshadowing of what a legendary human you are has been accomplished <laughs> which is great and it's something that i would never say unless i truly believed it and you know that because we've had zoom conversations together and um, we've spoken off spaces too so if you would like to tell people about the access the access token idea and what that means for holders, that would be fantastic. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> it's like where do I start? It's so, it's so much with this. Um, so, you know, the first thing is, is when people buy, an in, buy this NFT, they're going to be an ambassador. And why have that title? Because being an ambassador, that lets them know that they do matter. They do mean something. Um, they're not just some random PFP holder. That this is going to be something that actually comes with benefits. And the the biggest benefit is the community and the emotional and, uh, you know, networking connections. And, and just in general, people knowing that this isn't going to be something that just sits in their wallet. That they're actually getting... Um, they're actually getting more than that. They're, they're actually getting a chance to grow within themselves, uh, rather they want to do it in person or rather they want to do it virtually. They're going to have both options. And so this is why the biggest, the, the three biggest things I take away from this NFT is one, um, the benefits to the holders. Um, you know, we're going to be hosting a lot of virtual and in-person networking events and it's going to be different people from different industries in it so what i'm doing is i i don't really come to the space and talk about you know my network or connections you know but i mean people can just dig it up and they can kind of get an idea and, and see like okay yeah so what i've done is i've been um in touch with different people that i know that have different venues um you know different people that are well known in in their industries and, and they love this project. And, and a lot of them are not in the NFT space, but they are very excited about the interactions. They're very excited about the fact that, you know, people can, can actually come to the events, not just only go to the events, but actually learn, grow, network. It's a lot of different industries. So it's going to be amazing. And then for those who can't make it, you know, because, you know, we, this is a global audience. 
we're going to make sure that, you know, we have virtual options as well, too. So that's one thing. Um, another th another add on to that piece is the entertainment value, you know, like concerts and sporting events and, and conferences. You know, so we want to provide that and, and we're going to provide it. So a lot of this has been worked on behind the scenes. You know, one interesting thing I want to point out, I intentionally laid, laid this project out in a certain order. January, okay, first of all, this project in, in one form or another has been worked on since like August, September. So that's already a long time in the NFT space. We're talking seven, eight months. So the first thing that, that we did was bring the community factor up first. That's when you started seeing NFTs for freedom everywhere, because that was the most important factor, was the community first. And then about February, that's when we started bringing out the documentary. And now recently is when we started talking about the PFP side of this. And now even more recent than that is when we start talking about the benefits to the NFT holders. And that shows you where our mindset is. That shows you that we're here long term. We're here to stay. And, and regardless of how the, our first mint goes, this is going to be long term. Um, there's so many layers to this. Uh, I, I don't want to sound like I'm giving a monologue, but it's, it's, trust me, it's so many layers. And we're probably going to need over an hour just to piece it piece by piece and for me to pause so that we can be a human and connect with conversation, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, dude. <laughs> dude, well, that's, that is to me, that kind of shows how much thought process and, and how much effort has gone into the project already. And I resonate with that because in my projects, whether they be music or the generative things that I'm working on behind the scenes, I put in so much thought to establish as much detail as possible and as much utility as possible that it all begins to make sense in my mind and then i go and tell everyone else and i'm like well shit like where do i begin like what do i start with it's all exciting so to kind of launch off of that for someone who's just found you in a concise way what would you say is the primary piece of information you would want someone to know about this project which would hook them into wanting to know more, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to say a, a, a long run of sentence. <laughs> Try to keep it as one sentence. If you want to support freedom, which one of the definitions that we define freedom, freedom is the opportunity for people to build legacies. So if you want to support a movement that is helping people build legacies, then NFTs for Freedom is for you. Want to know more? Go to our website, nftsforfreedom.com. It breaks it down with writing and videos. And um, Go to our Discord. Go to our Facebook group. You're going to see the love that people are showing. That's what I would say. If I had to break it down, that, that sums it up. Now, if we go to the next thing of like, well, how are people been building legacies? Well, I'll answer that. How are the NFT holders building legacies and how is the community building legacies? Well, one, one, one of the things that we do, for example, um, if you look on our profile tomorrow, we're having a practice your English um, classes. There's a lot of people in the space that English is not their first language or they may not speak English at all. 
And when they come to our spaces, we do things like uh, the translator will do Google Translate to convey the messages to them in their language. Uh, in our Discord, there's all different languages in there. And practice your English. We've been doing that for, for some time now on every Tuesday, um, mostly ran by Craig, Bossman, and Jonah. Um, I'm in there sometimes too as well. And, and, and what we do is give people a, a room, a breathing room to have conversations, not feel forced, not feel like they're bothering people. I notice a lot of people say they're sorry a lot, and I get a little bit frustrated, like they have nothing to be sorry about. If you can speak more than one language, you're doing better than me. I barely can speak Spanish. So, you know, and, and you know, to, to what, what people don't understand I know it's a lot of shield rooms around here, not to get off subject, but I can't help it. Um, you know, that's part of the anti-shield campaign that's going on, by the way. <laughs> but what people don't understand is when you tell someone they have one or two minutes to say something, and let's say they don't speak English as a native language, they have to think about what they want to say in their, in their language. They have to convert it. They have to figure out the words of what they're saying, and they have to figure out how to convey um, you know, in, in a way that's going to be within the time. How is that really fair? How is it fair? It's not fair. It's not. And, and, and people are being told that they have to do this. They have to do this in order to sell. Let me tell you one of the things we're working on. I'm just going to jump ahead. Something I've been working on since September is going to happen. Um, you know, and, and it's, everything has been cleared. Uh, we're just waiting to see how this mint goes to see if we're going to have the funding to to do the content creation piece of this. But NFTs of Freedom is going to have a channel on uh, Roku, Apple TV and Amazon Fire TV and also a mobile app with Android and, um, and Apple. And one of the biggest things that that we're our goal is that we are going to do is give artists and, you know, music artists, visual artists, fine artists, project creators another outlet of reaching people, another outlet of just, you, you know, you're not just wasting your time sitting in spaces. You're going to have like another avenue that you can reach out to people. And for example, like our NFT holders, we're going to have a certain amount of free advertising slots and the NFT holders will be able to get those slots. And let's say that all those slots are taken and there's only, you know, regular paid ones. They'll get like half off or something. So we're going to be looking for ways to bring value in that way. Um, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be something that really helps to bridge mainstream into what we're doing. We're, we're going to be doing exactly what I've been saying for months and months and months and months. Let's take it to the people. Don't expect people to come here and adhere to what we're doing. We have to take it to them. Do you think DistroKit came in and, and adhered to this? No, DistroKit came into spaces. They came into some of my spaces, some of Fifi's spaces, other people's spaces. They learned, they sat in the audience and learned. And then they went and launched their own NFT project. They targeted their own audience and they sold out. They did not spend time in spaces talking like, we, we, uh, like we're doing. You know, they took it to their audience. That gives you a preview of what corporate America is going to do and just not corporate America, but corporations in general around the world. They're not going to be in here sitting in spaces uh, the way we're doing building community. What they're going to do is send people who don't have the, the corporation's name on it because they they've already been doing it. They're doing it now. They've already been doing it. They're going to learn what other people are learning, and then they're going to take that and they're going to put it to their audience. 
So the only thing that I'm doing is saying, okay, you know what? If no one else is stepping up and doing this, NFTs or Freedom is doing it. It's done. Uh, It's already been worked on for months and months. I didn't open my mouth about it. So at this point, and I wasn't going to say anything until after the sale, but now I, I started just getting frustrated and just slipping and coming out and, and just saying, you know what, here's what's up. Here's what we're going to do, you know, and we want to give people like a, a, a platform to where you don't have to worry about if, you know, do I have to slave in spaces? Nothing against spaces. Don't get me wrong. Spaces are awesome. It's an awesome way to connect. But however, what if you need a break from spaces? What if you have to take a break for, for family reasons or whatever reasons? Should you be penalized and, and not be able to sell your work just because you can't come and spend all this time in spaces? No, you shouldn't be penalized. We want to help people like that. We want to help people, even people who can't speak English. We want to help people who's not even in the NFT space as well. Totally inclusive. So this is a massive plan and it's going to happen and it's happening. Because we're already doing it now. It's just, we're, you know, right now our spaces stream, a lot of our spaces stream on multiple platforms. You, you know, if you go to nftsforfreedom.com slash spaces, you'll see it. You'll see some of our previous spaces. Those people, when they come to the spaces, people are going to be able to hear them. It won't disappear after 30 days. It won't disappear off their timeline. It's evergreen. We have a podcast. We have an NFTs for Freedom podcast. So we're already demonstrating and showing the world this is who we are. This is what we're doing. We want to give people who don't have a voice, we want to give them a voice. That's what we're doing. So the only thing this this project and minting is going to do is allow us to do that on a scaled up level. That's it. And, And here's another beautiful thing. I'm going to start off with this. Here's one point that people need to know. There are so many collaborators in this from around the world. I mean, even just take the PFP. Don't even look at the documentary yet. The PFP is is the first of its kind, um, where it's this massive generative project that combines visual art, fine art, photography, and poetry, and a song lyric, by the way. So it combines those elements. And on the front of the cards is going to be a generative project of 11,111 pieces. Now, why did we choose that number? Because that number represents new beginning. That number represents new discovery. What what are we doing here? It's new beginning, new discovery. And every single one of those artists are, are going to get a percentage of the payout. And what we're doing, we're going to do something that projects don't do. When the mint happens next week, the pre-sale, you know, we can't predict how it's going to go, but we're going to be doing payouts during the pre-sale, like right at either at the end of the pre-sale or we'll do it every day of the pre-sale. People are going to be getting payouts right then and there while it's going on. So you want to talk about rug pulls? What is the definition of a rug pull? A rug pull is when something doesn't, somebody don't fulfill what they say they're going to do. Well, what do you call a a project that does what they're going to do even before the public mint happens? What do you call it? When when we fulfilled what we're going to do, like right then and there, and people are running around with stuff in their wallets, and and you know, and we have a certain uh, a percentage that's allocated to going around buying up people's work. What are they going to do and say while we're doing that? It, it, it will be impossible to be a rug pull because we fulfilled the majority purpose of why we even existed as a project. 
We want to get that out of the way first so that now they can say, okay, here's what's up. Now we're moving forward. Now we're going to do all these other things that you didn't even know we were going to do. You didn't even know we were going to do. I wasn't even going to disclose it. I was just going to do it. So my thing is this. This is the framework that projects should be doing, in my opinion. Projects should be finding ways to make sure that people benefit. And I'm sorry, I know that this may step on some toes, but to me, being a community is not saying you must afford my one ETH or two ETH thing to be able to, to, to be a part of the community. Oh, and if you come in and get our PFP, that's the only way you're part of our... No, anybody can be a part of our community. Yes, NFT holders will have good certain benefits, but you know what else we're doing? I'll go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off. I'm not holding back. We're going to have an NFT internship program. So for people who cannot afford the NFTs, we're going to come up with, a, with the details of the program later as far as publicly, but we're going to have ways that people can earn an NFT. And then they can say they can have the same access that other people who can't afford uh, that other people that can afford it, the people who can't afford it will have the same benefits of people who can. That's how the model of this should be. We cannot say that we're in Web three and that we're different from Web two if we're going to come in here and act like Web two, and be divided and do all this gossiping and 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 you got this exclusive bunch that's making all the money and 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 throwing ETH in people's faces. And it, how are people supposed to be encouraged? And you expect everyone else to just come here and shill, shill, shill while you got the one percenters that's chilling on their yachts and, oh, they've sold all these apes and sold all this. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry to go on a rant here, but that that's what's the catalyst of NFTs for freedom. This what I'm telling you right now is the catalyst. It pissed me off and I wanted to do something about it. Well, goddamn, son. I'm inspired. Oh, pew, 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 pew. Steve, Steve, Steve. Yo, Steve. Stevie, I love you, brother. Like, my, dude, brother get, my brother from I, another I, mother. I get in the cage for fun, but I wouldn't want to stay. I, I wouldn't want to face Steve right now. <laughs> no, no, he'll 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 be he'll body slam you, bro. He'll put he'll put you in a real naked choker. I got I gotta say something. He hello everybody, lonely. I you know I appreciate the time on the space, Steve. Man, you know I've had the pleasure of working with him and uh, with the rest of you and this project, and I can't wait to continue. Um, you know, just providing as much value as I can in in the way that Steve needs me to be to do. Um, but let me tell you, one of the most inspirational aspects of this project for me is the fact that he's paying out hundreds and hundreds, like hundreds of people for the, you're giving them fair value for their work uh, and, and making sure that he literally impacts as many people's lives as possible. And that to me is one of the, the things that I appreciate most about this uh, endeavor. And I'm just excited to be a part of it. Yeah, Steve, you're a Jedi. You are, uh, you're Batman. You are the Flash. You're probably every DC and Marvel superhero run into one. Um, I've been in a few of your rooms where you've gone and expressed the the internal visceral conviction that you have for this project, and no one does it like you. <laughs> it's really inspiring, and it shows me and everyone else who ever witnesses it how genuine you are and how much you believe in what you're doing. And I think it is so evident, you know, 
it is so evident that you're doing this for the right reasons. And that's why you have so many supporters, my friend. That's why people want to come into these rooms and listen to you and, and get involved in this project because you're doing this to assist others and you're leading it in such a way where people not only benefit from holding an NFT or getting into Web3, but just from being around you. And they leave the room with this, this elevated sense of being, you know, because you're coming through with energy that a lot of other people may have, but they don't feel comfortable, comfortable enough uh, conveying or emanating, I guess, through these spaces. So, And using this platform to make a difference, right? Because there's a lot of people with influence in this space in different ways, right? And, you know, not using their platform to really try to make a difference and, and you know, talk to talk and walk to walk. And that's um, – and to think uh, lofty too, right? You know, Steve is doing some – you know, stuff behind the scenes that, you know, many people don't understand. It's really high level stuff. And even things that, you know, we, we, we here are not privy to. And he's constantly trying to push the envelope in and, uh, you know, test what's, what's possible. And um, that's pretty, pretty amazing. And a lot of people are going to benefit from it. But, you know, the people who uh, support the project, you know, have to also do, we have to do our part. You know, we have to do our part. We have to support the endeavor. We have to uh, support Steve when he needs our help. And uh, also, you know, we do so because we, we have faith in what he's doing. And we are here to just add value in whatever way we can. So it's fun, man. It's fun. I love when Steve gets all crazy like that because I love it. I love it. I send him DMs. I'm like, yo, Steve, man, you with your passion, brother. Let's go. And I, I'd be sending him, let's go. Next time I'm going to send him a bull, like a bull with the horns. Let's go. Mmm. <laughs> Well, I don't know about you, but I'm currently running up and down a 200-meter track just like, holy shit, holy shit. <laughs> Steve has just got me all inspired. Um, but, bro, like, you know, there were so many things in what you just said that made me want to go in a whole bunch of different areas. And now I'm uncertain as to which because there are so many facets to this project. And I want to make sure that I'm I'm auditing this conversation in a way which makes it very clear and concise for those who are still slowly discovering what you're up to, you know, because in my experience with projects that have as much depth as yours, it takes a minute to really, you know, absorb all that information, understand how it is placed, what order it belongs in. And I love how you concisely initially, and then you went ham, but concisely, we're talking about the freedom within what you're trying to accomplish within the NFT space. And plus it is so conducive to the NFT environment as well, because there is so much freedom here right now. You know, KYCs are coming in, SEC is coming in, who knows what this will become in a year or two. But for now, there is so much freedom in, in creating whatever you want to with no ceiling and seeing what happens and not being limited to an algorithm which is consistently pushing you down the path that the platform itself wants you to go down. So I want to quickly draw it back a little bit to these networking events because I really have come to understand how important networking is, not just in the Web 2 space, but especially in the Web 3 space. In my opinion, it's one of, if not the most important thing, meeting the right people, becoming friends with them, not with an agenda, by the way, simply becoming friends with them and seeing what that relationship does as a collective as you grow and build out that community. So the networking events, do you want to kind of touch a little bit more in depth as to um, maybe when they will be held or at least when you're predicting they will be held 
and how you're going to manage the virtual and the IRL side of things. Absolutely. Well, as far as the win, um, I can better answer that after the mint <laughs> because I, I will have definitely better clarity as far as like the win on that because that's, you know, how well we do is going to determine how fast can we do the first one, um, you know, where it will be. You know, ideally what will be really nice is to do uh, one of the things that we were, we were uh, talking about is having one in like multiple cities in different um, different continents all on the same day, but it would be at the same time. Like, let's say, for example, one in Australia, one in L.A., one in like maybe like New York or Atlanta, one in U.K., something and then, and then in each place have it to where there's some some people there for the virtual piece of it. So we'll have so like some I'm thinking in my mind, like some cameras, but also have like these these stations where people can actually like if they want to talk to people at the other on, on, the, on the other side of the world, um, like you're streaming, like on Zoom, they can actually be able to uh, talk to other people like in these these uh, little event portals. You know, so now you're meeting people both in real life who's there with you. And you also can go to these Zoom stations. We'll just call them Zoom stations. It's a better name for it. But for now, these Zoom stations where I'm, I'm visualizing like this whole area, like this, um, like set it up like this Zoom lounge piece of it. And that way you can connect to people both in other events and people who can't make it to the events. And then for people for uh, like virtual performances, what we can do is like have actual performances like at the events themselves, but then also have virtual events. And what would be really, really cool if there was a way to like have the metaverse integrated somehow. I know I'm getting way far ahead. This won't be initially, but somehow have the metaverse integrated to where you have people there in real life. You have the Zoom events, but you also have like this this metaverse portal room as well where people can actually go and hang out in the metaverse with each other all in one. Now, you can't tell me that ain't dope. <laughs> so like that's I mean, because the thing is networking, you're absolutely right. Networking is so important. It's crucial. There's no way that you can get where you are unless you're networking, um, you know, in in uh, in my book that you know, I was uh, one of the authors in that, uh, the book that made me a best-selling author in that book. That's mostly what I talked about, like how to network, how to strategically network, how to position yourself so that you can grow. Um, that, that was the main essence of what I talked about. And a lot of people have given feedback on that because it helped them tremendously. So, Really, this networking key is is we want to get rid of barriers that stop people from building legacies. And you know that saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, unfortunately, that is true. So guess what? We want everybody to get exposed to who you know. That's what that's for. Hell yeah. Did I get rugged? Were you done or did you get rugged? Oh, no, no, I didn't get rug. <laughs> I oh, rug proof okay. the phone. Yeah, so. <laughs> what, what's the technology used to rug proof? I need it, Steve. Hook a uh, brother up. It's hard to say. It's, uh, you know, I love Android. I use Android for my personal phone. Um, no. Unfortunately, I had to get a older iPhone because the older iPhone works better than a newer iPhone. Um, I heard that. 
<laughs> That's kind of ironic, right? <laughs> yeah. And and you have to have absolutely nothing on it but Twitter. Nothing. No email, no nothing. Anything that would take data, everything has to be disabled. You only have to have Twitter. If you do that, you have a rug proof phone. Well, because yeah, Twitter trust phone. me, I go for hours and hours and days on space. Well, you can't days now because now they limit you at 24 hours. But <laughs> before they made that recent change, we would have spaces for day. In fact, some of you in here like project and sales. You remember like that time we went four or five days with spaces. Yeah, well, let me tell you, I remember a time where I would just wake up. And go to sleep, and I would see Steve Ryan. I'm like, what the hell? I didn't realize you had an army. To be honest with you, I thought you were nuts. I was like, this dude doesn't sleep. I didn't realize you had a freaking arsenal of people. Now that I'm part of that arsenal, but like, I, I'm at the tail end. I just, you know, I, I haven't been around since sales and project, right? And I'm like, these guys don't sleep. I'm like, what the freak? And but now, now I understand why. Before, honestly, Steve, I initially thought I was like, this is like some crazy motivational speaker dude right because i didn't know you know like, i'm like who's this guy who's up every day all day oh my god but no steve man I'm, I'm really happy to just just do this man or just engage a little bit with you um i even sent my poem to steve and i was like steve don't trash my poem tell me if i did good or not and he was like yeah it was good and and thank you for getting it in by the way i really appreciate that man yeah his poem is going to be uh is is in the project so <laughs> I'm excited, man, because I, you know, I'm sorry. Ser like, seriously, Spaces, Twitter Spaces inspired me to, like, submit poetry again because I've been writing it for my whole life. But I just, uh, yes, but Spaces uh, kind of inspired me. In fact, it, it actually happened in Violetta's room, Azaroni, um, and she knows. And she asked me, actually, to come and read it in her room. So I'm going to do that. But, um, man, so, yeah, so thank you to the space. And thanks for, thanks for rooms like yours, Steve. Um, you do a lot for the community. Um, and I'm excited to see what crazy, weird, you know, metaverse craziness you got planned in store for us, where we're going to all teleport into like the, into the sandbox. I don't know what the hell's going to happen, but whatever it is, I know it's going to be good. Like, I have to agree, Steve. Like, I, I also have to say thank you, dude, because you brought a lot of other people together that otherwise we would not have met. Um, and I definitely do believe in, in the, in the movement that you started. I'm not going to call it a project because it's way more than that. It's definitely a movement. Um, and as much as you want to admit it or not, you did start it and you, you, you know, you're a very big deal in, in, in this, right? As much as you don't want to be, and this is all of our space, uh, you definitely did start the movement. And for that, we have to give you your props and your flowers and, and your kudos, um, which is like, I like again, I, I said it to crypto earlier. I'm like, I normally don't put my name behind anybody just because I have to be very careful of, you know, of who I align myself with because, you know, we all heard the saying, tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. You get me? So it's like taking care of one's self reputation means a lot, especially in a space that of a blockchain that's going to live forever. So like, I definitely do believe in the, in in the movement that that you started that that we're going to continue moving and pushing forward so we can de definitely have that that community uh of people who are networking together to build each other up on a day-to-day -day basis so again i just appreciate it and, and i definitely do align myself with your vision my friend sorry lowly i know you like a certain order <laughs> Don't apologize, my bro. This is for you. This room's about you. Like, 
I'm really glad that people continuously see the light that you shine on the Web3 space. And by the way, congratulations on 100K followers, my friend. Crazy. That is crazy. Everyone throw some some claps if you can, if you've got hundreds still. We would have threw hundreds, but yeah. they messed it up, Twitter. Thanks, Twitter. If, if anyone hasn't updated... And they've never brought it back ever since. Don't How throw dare they? Because I'll be jealous. There's a few people who have been updated and they still have hundreds and I, I immediately ban them from my rooms because of jealousy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to say, ha ha. Um, a- Angel had her hand up for a while, Lisa. Oh, go go is the <laughs> go go is the hundreds, <laughs> the one with the hundreds. <laughs> sorry, you can't come up today, go go. I'm sorry. No, yes, you can. Please come up. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Angel, what's up? Hey, Lily. Hey, Steve. I'm really new at the Web three thing, and I'm still trying to. I'm just trying to figure what y'all talking about. I'm just trying to figure it out. Um. So the Web3 thing is more like a, motor, a metaverse thing, right? It's all about you going into like these spaces or clubs or whatever or whatever y'all, y'all's projects are about about a person just going there like in real life kind of like, but you're actually there in Virgil. So it was like, what this is about. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm sorry if I'm, if <laughs> I'm just new with oh, this. Oh, no. No, don't be sorry. Like, I think like really, um, I I know we say web three, web two. Um, I'm guilty of that too. Um, But I I think like a simple way of it, like right now, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. um, We're in web three now with with us talking virtually. We have avatars here. Um, We're not actually, you know, we're not actually interacting in person, but that's web three. Anything to do with NFTs and blockchain and, and that kind of, you know, decentralized freedom, they consider that Web3. Web2 is more of like, if I had to give a, a you know, like a, like a um, example, think of Instagram, TikTok, uh, you know, places where it's like just a one-way conversation in a sense, unless people come in and you talk back and forth or go live. <laughs> but that's my personal definition, but I know other people have other definitions of it. So... That sounds yeah. amazing. I really like their y'all. I really like your project. It's really cool. I mean, I think that's really cool that you can do that. I mean, I never thought anyone could make anything like that before. That's just really awesome. It's like a whole new like community thing, you know. But you make it your own. It's kind of like you put like little peoples on there, you know. <laughs> you have little, 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 little verse. <laughs> it's really cool. I like it. And I see your I passion know, is writing. Oh no, you're not silly. I see your passion is writing and you yes. always wanted to be a writer. Like have have you started writing or Yes, I do practice my writing a lot on Twitter and a lot on some other kind of websites I do. But I mostly do it on Twitter mostly. And um I started writing writing like a lot of years ago. But I love to write novel stories. I mean, that's when my interest in and my passion is more like writing stories. Uh I have a hard time. I love to sing and I love music, but I'm not really good at writing music because my, when I start to write music, it starts turning into a story <laughs> or a big book or something, you know. But I really do love writing. It's my favorite thing. I mean, I just, I just really desire to do it. It's my passion. Oh, that is so so awesome. Well, definitely, you know, <laughs> you. be in touch with uh, us. You know, um, uh, you know, we 
we definitely have like other writers and, um, you know, and, and we have all kind of things to where we want to give people a platform to, to, to create content, um, you know, including writing stories. That would be so awesome, so fun to help that dream come true because that's part of yeah. freedom. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm not good enough to be a, a writer, really, because I'm still practicing and I write short stories and everything. But I, you know, I still I'll just love to do it because it's my passion. I mean, if it's not good enough, that's, that's OK. Um, no, you are good enough. No, no, you you are good enough. In fact, I would love for you. Um, I know you, you don't have to answer now, but I would love for you to like write a story and we put it on our blog. That would really? be so awesome. Absolutely. Really? Wow. Yes, really. Thank you. That'd be, that'd yeah. be awesome for me too. <laughs> Thank yeah, you so just much. gave you a follow and, you know, and uh, you should follow Jessica down there. I'm sorry, Jacita. <laughs> She's an awesome writer too. Um, but really? yeah, we would love to get your story out. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. That means a lot. <laughs> Thank you. That's 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 what we're about. Uh, that's what this movement is about. You know. I really do really appreciate that a lot. That means a lot to me. I always wanting to do something special. You know? But I appreciate you do helping me and supporting me on this. And, uh, yeah, can't wait. In fact, if you if you if you have something by like. If you can have it by the 24th, if you're around, we'd love to invite you to our pre-sale launch and like have a have a moment where we actually like read your story. I think that would be really cool. Wow. <laughs> that is really blowing my mind. <laughs> so where is this at? I mean, is this gonna be on here or is it gonna be Yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be on the space. In fact, DM me your uh do you have a MetaMask wallet or a trust wallet? Oh yeah, I do. I have middle mass. Perfect. And I would, so D, DM me your wallet address. I'm going to add you to the payout list. So you're going to get paid from this project too. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm really blown away. <laughs> Thank you so much. Steve, how many lives can you change in a day? Do you reckon you could leave some for the rest of us? <laughs> I mean, you know, she's, she wants to be a writer, so let's let's help her. You know, like <laughs> I'm kidding, my bro. I love it, dude. <laughs> it's really like special, this man. is a perfect uh, origin story. Like, like y'all don't really like this is literally like movie epic type of storytelling right now. Like, how did you start in the space? Well, you see, what happened was. One day, I was on a space with Steve Ryan, and <laughs> and Steve just he had these wings, and apparently he was an angel. I believe I can fly. <laughs> you know, I love Steve. So, thank you very much for coming through again, my friend. I do want to quickly do a refresher and say that Lowly Labs is almost at 500 followers. So, if you've yet to follow Lowly Labs, it's a co host. Um, we do a whole bunch of rooms like this with music, with poetry, with mindfulness, meditation, spotlights. Uh, we had Spotty Wi Fi on recently. We had music machines. Uh, we're going to have Fifi Wrong on this week with Dill and uh, Emanate.live, MotorDAO. We're chatting to all the people who are making a difference in this space. So by all means, give Lowly Labs a follow. Um, I would very much appreciate that. It's a completely new project. As you can see, we are 
at episode 14. So we haven't really done too much yet, but I'm surprised we're at 14 already. It happens very quickly. So thank you if you do. And if not, that's cool too. That's cool too. Make sure, make sure you use that follow for Steve instead. So let's try and get a little bit back on track if that's okay with you. Um, I know that you're doing something with a documentary. And in my experience, as someone who's done hundreds and hundreds of videos, some documentary style, most music videos, tour diaries, I've done so many clips in my career. I know how much effort goes into a documentary style clip. Uh, Tell me a little bit more about the content, the angle, um, you know, what type of, uh, uh, I guess, avenues you're touching on within this documentary. Uh, Are you focusing it more around the people that are involved or more around the philosophy of the the project as a whole? Uh, Yeah, give us some insight into the doco. Well, as far as the doco, and um, and haven't forgotten your 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 redo, by the way. <laughs> Yay! I've got a cooler setup. That's literally the only reason. Looks you're you're gonna now. have to um, <laughs> you're gonna have to like um, back channel me like Discord or WhatsApp because like the the Twitter DM sometimes like it can really, you know. <laughs> but anyway, to answer your question, I mean, with the documentary, that's that's something that really took a life of his own because originally it was just going to be like originally it di- it didn't even start off as a documentary it started off originally as you know people in the space knew i had a podcast and and they just wanted to integrate their stories into it and then the idea eventually evolved to documentary um and then eventually you know it was like okay cool documentary 30 people and then this you know just grew and grew and grew and just like it just turned into this massive undertaking. Um, one of the things is I don't want to feel rushed on releasing. We want to take our time and put this out right. And it would be nice to at least have at least a couple of language translations before it's released. Um, I don't want to commit to a date yet. Um, and that's why even with this NFT launch, I mean, I, I'm not going to get off topic. Like I'll go back to the documentary, but even with the NFT launch, this is why, you know, the highlight of the NFT launch is more about it being the assets pass. Um, and, and those holders will get to see the documentary first before the public. Um, so that'd be a perk. But with the documentary is I didn't approach it like people would expect you to, you know, like, oh, have your storyline, have your purpose, have you know, have it in your head. I'm more of like this organic person. So it unfolded on its own. Like you would not believe me until you see it. Like it's almost like everything came together so cohesively without any um, plant pre-planning of it. So it wasn't like, hey, when I get together with Loli, this is what we're going to talk about. It's almost like that's the beauty of it. Everybody's puzzles fit it. Even even when they were from different walks of life, I mean, you know, from from an eight year old kid to seventy something year old, uh, I mean, it's just different reasons, different stories. You get to hear like what really is going on with people, um, and some of it is like what made them come into the community, what made them come into NFTs. There's even some people who left NFTs and skeptical of it, and something brought them back. Then there's some people who was not even in the NFT space. Um, you know, so so we have some of that too. So it's really a lot of variety. Um, people from from a lot of different countries all over the world. Um, I was I would say, except for Antarctica and except for Arctic, there's somebody from every continent in this documentary. 
every continent. So, yeah, I I don't even know where to start with your question, but it's it's a it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing. It's a massive thing. I I don't even know how many people is in it because it, it just it keeps growing. It just keeps growing. I mean, even now I'm still like constantly adding people on because it's like everybody needs to be heard. So with with something like that, that's why in my mind, I'm like, we need to take our time and, and release it right. So it's going to be really, really awesome. It's very awesome, dude. And, you know, through the collection itself and through the content you're developing like the documentary, Yet again, you're giving people the opportunity to shine in a landscape in which they might not know how. Marketing in Web3 is completely different, if not the opposite, to Web2. And as artists get into this space, you'll find that not all of them care about the technology. Not all of them care to learn the infrastructure. And that shouldn't be shunned. You know, Artists should be artists. And if they want to draw, paint, dance, write music, that should be enough. And with what you're getting up to, if they are involved, you're giving them a, an, a chance to shine through a project which already is, you know, becoming established and is tied to people in the community who have a reputation and can be trusted. And that could be a leg up for them. That could be a start for them. And that's such an incredible thing you're doing. And I know you're so aware of that and people tell you it all the time. But in in a realm which is so laden with rug pulls and scams and uncertainty uh it's a very unprecedented place that we're currently in right now and even though there's more platforms and marketplaces and people are attempting the social media in web3 and everyone is striving to develop web3 right now it is still quite early as we always say and so i think the the education and or the ability to attain that education and the lessons, uh, you the only real way to do that is by jumping into these spaces and and spending quite a bit of time in these conversations to learn what the community uh, has already learned in 2021. So I think it's special that you're developing the networking opportunities, the ability to be seen through the documentary, the NFTs themselves, which are tied to the artists, like the entire project itself and I just want to reiterate this, is centered around the people involved. It's not centered around you. It's not centered around me, not centered around one person, but everyone who is a part of it, creating a collective project, which has a lot of heart and meaning to it. So in saying that, I would love to open the room up a little bit to some people um, to see if there's any questions. I still have a few for you, um, but uh, I know there's some people up in the speaker panel. So yeah, go ahead if anyone has any questions for Steve. Uh, lovely. I don't have a question. I just want to graduate you because you said you had you're having a new song out. And I just want to graduate congratulate you on that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, how many days? It's on the thirty first. So, and he only has like what eleven um, NFTs left in his in his uh, historical first ever lyrics on the blockchain collection. Can't forget oh, about that. How's this getting turned on me right now? Go. Yeah, mate. Lily's a really amazing person. He's an amazing singer. I just love his voice. He has amazing, amazing songs. Every song he makes turns out to be a hit. <laughs> Beautiful. Sorry, I didn't mean to embarrass you. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate it. I definitely appreciate it. I, I, 
I think exactly like Steve, I don't really do it for that. You know, I do it for the artistry itself and um, I'm glad that shows. Um, but yeah, no, thanks. I appreciate you. I'm, I I'm understand. with compliments. It's but, your passion. Um, I know it. It's mine too. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Love that. Um, <laughs> so if no one has any questions, please, in the next couple of minutes, start contemplating what you would like to know from Steve, because a lot of his rooms these days are peaceful meditation, and you won't get the chance to speak to him as much as maybe you would a couple of months ago, unless he's awake when I'm asleep, which is definitely the case, and then completely disregard what I'm saying completely. I want to know the NFTs for Freedom logo, this wooden bird you have. Tell me about the wooden bird. Um, sure. I, I see Fami. Hey, Fami Khan. Um, hey. The, well, our original logo was, um, was a dove. And so this wooden bird is actually, see, on the back of the NFTs, uh, the, you know, because they're going to have two sides. On the back of the NFTs, it's like it's divided into different factions and worlds. You know, like you have your, uh, I'm going to get to the bird, no worries. But you have like Earth, Mars, Venus, Uranus, Neptune, Saturn, Mercury. Um, I always miss one of the planets, you know, so eight planets. Then you have the virtual world and then you have the exoplanet for alien, you know, life. And the birds, is different variations of the bird. And you won't know which bird you get. But really what inspired the bird originally is the fact that the birds are free they're free but they usually have this bond you you usually see the the birds especially the canadian geese but it's you know specifically but the birds they 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 flock together they're a community together um they go each way they take care of each other so what better representation than of nfts for freedom than a bird that's free to fly like they can fly on their own independently, but they also fly together because they choose to fly together. No one is better than the other. They're, they're, you know, they're together as a unit. They survive together. That's what represents NFTs for freedom. That's why that wooden bird is, is so awesome. Everything is very symbolic, which I love. That's something that I try and implement in everything I do, where there's little hidden elements and hidden meanings behind everything. Is there anything in the collection which doesn't have any meaning at all? Is there something which you were like, that looks cool. Let's just put that in. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> so, like, that's... <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't think of anything that doesn't have a meaning. I mean, because even stuff that's that's accidental still have a meaning. Like it's um yeah, I can't think of anything. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that is the exact opposite of what most do. They just go like, let's just chuck this up. The landscape is rife with opportunity. Let's see how quickly we can get a project out there. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But what you see, especially in the generative landscape, is it's cool for about half a day, maybe two days, and then it dies in the ass. And so I love the longevity and the sustainability that you're putting behind your project. So, Fami, what's up? Good evening, everybody. How are y'all? Thank you so much for letting me come to the stage. Hi, Steve. 
I just wanted to come by and say hello. And I wanted to tell Steve and everybody to share a little bit of how much I absolutely adore this one. He has been a hell of an inspiration to me. I don't show up on spaces as much as I would like to. I and I and you know now Steve is as you say he's either in here and there and everywhere and we hear a lot more meditation and we don't get to hear him as much as I liked hearing him at eight o'clock in the morning over here in Texas. But um, I'm an art educator and that's what my passion is and uh, being an artist plus a practicing artist of course. But in art education, and so when Steve talks about all that they do in NFTs for Freedom and the love that he spreads for people to inspire people to get involved in wars, it has always it has inspired me to become more, uh, to create awareness among my art educators, since I do have um, a lot of art educators that I work with and I supervise and I network with. And that's a side of the world that they have absolutely no idea what's happening on this side of the world. And so I have been using this platform, thanks to Steve and his inspiring words. And it has helped me, you know, make that connection with that side. So again, and um, thank you, Steve. Uh, you're so cool. I just love this, everything that he's doing with his NFT for freedom. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so I don't, I don't care how many times I hear it. It always just feels weird when it's like, what is on me about that? Because I just, it's, it, I want to make it so much about everybody else, you know? <laughs> like, so, I, I, you know, I feel like, you know, for me, I just, I, I'm just a channel. I'm just a, um, you know, a channeler of what, of one of the aspects of what the universe wants to get out to the world. And, and if I didn't do it, someone else would have been chosen. You know, that's my belief, but, you know, <laughs> so sometimes we just have to listen to that voice and um, that, that's wonderful. Oh, we got your submission too, by the way. Um, so you're good to go too. <laughs> well, you're kind of like lovely. You, you keep giving out a lot of inspiration to a lot of people. So you're just like him. <laughs> you're giving out all kinds of beautiful things for people. That's amazing. Can we just keep giving Steve compliments the rest of no. the session? <laughs> no, 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 no. Please. Sure, why um, not? <laughs> <laughs> um, Angel, I tried to um, put that ETH address in to get the wallet address, and it's not coming up. Are you not getting it? Mm -mm, no. Do you have like an open C you can DM, and then I'll, I'll just I can just take it from that. Uh, do you want my email instead? Um, well, 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 the, well, you can send your email if you like, I, I know, I'm sorry, Loli, but, but the, the wallet address is like, uh, how many digits is it? Is it 16 or 18? I never pay attention. <laughs> like, uh, it's like this long thing with like probably zero, zero something, you know, and a bunch of numbers and digits. I don't know. I had to look into it and see, and, uh, I get back with you on that. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, I'm so sorry you, about that. Oh no, you're fine. If you go to your MetaMask, um, and and where it says like account, it's gonna be like a number underneath that, and it'll give you the option to copy it to a clipboard. So if you copy that and then send it, I'll get you added to the list. Okay, I will. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, and thank you again for this. This means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Oh no problem. No problem. 
Okay, Great we have two hands oh. up. Yeah. Um, who was first? I think Stephen was, but I want to say hi really quick. Okay, go ahead. Hello, househead. <laughs> I, 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 I'm stuttering because that made me laugh. I was like, who is he calling a househead? And I just, <laughs> I just changed my PFP. Uh -huh. um, Steve, I just wanted to say really quickly, Steve, and I know you're going to go first, but you were like, can we just have this whole space be complimenting Steve? And I was like, oh yeah, I need to jump in line. I just want to say, Steve, uh, you're such a gem and you're such a true friend. And um, yeah, I just, I, I, I think that, you know, everyone can speak highly of you and, and, um, and it's because it's true. Um, you know, you're so genuine. I know that when I first got here in this space, you know, you, you held out your hand to me and, and I think that that's hello? so beautiful about community. Can you hear me? Oh, hello. Fish. Steven Fish. Yo, yo, what's up? <laughs> hey man, could you hear Jacita talking just now? Hello. I think he's rugged. <laughs> so he's No, rugged. it's okay. I needed a reset anyway. I don't know what I was saying. I've been sick, so I, my head is a little bit everywhere. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, I think one thing that was really meaningful to me when I got in the NFT space is you were like, you know, you you had asked about you you were doing the documentary. And I remember being like, what am I gonna share? Like, you know, and, and you made me feel like my story mattered. And I think that you make you make others feel that way, and um, and I just want to say that that's such a beautiful, like characteristic to have um, in Web three. And I just want to say, yeah, thank you so much. And and I feel like, um, yeah, it's just so meaningful. And you've just been so lovely and and kind and and helpful. And um, there's a reason why you have such success and so many people behind you. Um, you know, so I, I hope that you feel that way all the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I just want to say hi. And also, I just wanted to say it was so funny. I was laughing when Jacob was like, <laughs> he was like, is there anything that doesn't have meaning in this project or this whole project? And Steve, you were just like, uh, no. And then as I, you know, in my head, I was like, oh, Jacob, Jacob, Jacob. <laughs> Nothing goes without meaning here. <laughs> it just made me laugh. Anyway, I love you all. <laughs> Jacob is funny. He makes me laugh, too. I love his sense of humor. <laughs> You remember that time we were in the late night space and uh, and he was singing and you you cut him off you muted him. <laughs> that was so funny. Oh my god, I've never been able to escape it, Steve. It's the funniest <laughs> thing. The other day he called me the rug lord. I died. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. It's so funny, right? Because it's like you get these people who are so talented, and my first urge. I don't know what compels me. And I just, I mean, obviously I don't do it on purpose. I promise you, but I don't know what it is. I just rug, I'm like rug. Um, yeah, it's horrible. And so, and I've done that. And actually ever since that, Steve, which we, I mean, we were busting up. We laughed so much. And I, I mean, even when I think about it, I still laugh. But anyway, uh, it happened again. So, um, so I, I can't, yeah, it happened like, I think one or two times after that. So I wanted to let you know that. Uh, yeah, don't, <laughs> I don't host spaces anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, you did it to Loli two, two more times. <laughs> Look, <laughs> first, the first time was traumatizing. And then I come back into Jacita's space and we're just chatting about the last experience of my rugging. 
and she's like look no like it, it won't happen again like you know this is we really want to hear you sing and it was like five seconds into the song and it was like everyone's been muted <laughs> i was like what the fuck is going on and then she was all apologetic but i don't believe it. that was deliberate 100 percent. yeah i'm like oh yeah his singing is great and all but you know what's even better pure silence so now with just see just holding a space i'm cautious i'm like hmm, what could happen here <laughs> because it's just it's a trap it's a trap it's definitely a trap it's a trap it is. What would be worse is if I just started reading like a poem. <laughs> yeah, I love your song. But let's let's just rug you, okay? Just rug me. Just continue rugging me. You know, there's 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 a like exhilaration behind it as well. I'm like, will she do it this time? Can can it possibly happen a third time? So maybe next time you are hosting, I'll come through. Let's not do that again. Let's don't lurk him again. Just don't do that again. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, firstly, uh, Jacinta, thank you for coming through. I still appreciate you, even though I'm traumatized. Um, sales, thank you for being here the entire time. I see the NFTs for freedom in your profile picture. Project One, thank you for contributing. Gogo, as always, you're a legend. I wish you wouldn't change your profile picture every hour, but what can you do? Um, Ez, thank you for popping through. Lauren, uh, there's so many people. I didn't actually realize how many people. Everflow, always good to see you. Zariah, good to see you. Uh, and the others I do not recognize. NFT Meta, thank you. And yeah, you guys are all sweet. I would love to know, Steve, is there anything else uh, with the project you would like people to know? before we slowly go and wrap the space. I think we've covered a lot of what you're up to and given you more compliments than you need. So go. <laughs> well, um, actually it is a couple more things. One, um, you don't have to answer this right now, but since I know it's hard for us to catch each other, um, what we're doing for people who, um, who uh, gets on the pre-sale and actually meant during the pre-sale, we're gonna enter them into a raffle Right now, we have an OpenSea uh, page. It's that, uh, it's that, you know, that whole OpenSea, like OpenSea.io slash raffle NFTs. Um, and it's right on NFTs for Freedom uh, page, too. But um, if, you, if you have an uh, NFT around that you've been holding back that you want to put uh, into, that, into that raffle so that people can see your lovely, your lovely stuff, that would be awesome. Um, we're definitely open to that. We're, we're getting different, um, projects to, to put some NFTs in there so that people can, can win an NFT. And so we're going to do that right at the end of the, uh, of the first pre-sale. Um, and the way that we're doing this whole pre-sale, we want to reward our early supporters. So for people who are on the pre-sale, it's going to be 0.07, um, March 24th. And then the price goes up to 0.08 on March 27th. And it's still in the pre-sale phase, but then the actual true public sale is March 30th at 0.09. So, you know, but the people who come in early, um, they're going to they're gonna get access to um, getting into the raffle. So that's going to be really, really exciting. And then what we want to do, depending on how sales go, um, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there'll be enough, but, but we want to do a, like a buying party and start buying up people's uh, different artworks and music stuff, you know, like just really make it a good time. So instead of a lunch party, we want a buying party. So that's going to be awesome. 
<laughs> and and you know how I was saying combined in in real life, we actually um, I'm ninety five percent sure, so almost a hundred percent sure have uh, a thing set up uh, in Vegas that's going to be streaming at the same time as the space, and so we'll have like the live thing going on and have the space going on, and it, and both will be seen in the live stream at the same time. So that's going to be awesome. So it's a lot being put put on behind the scenes here to make it a really, really cool thing. So it's going to be awesome. <laughs> so can't wait. I love that. You've, you've uh, you know, thought of every single avenue to get people involved and uh, potentially for as many people as possible to benefit too. So uh, I would love to know, like, are you going to NFT NYC or any other of the events that are happening? Um, right now, um, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I may be going to San Diego, um, to speak there. Um, they're, they're working, you know, the details out on there, but that's not a hundred percent. I like to mention things when it's like a hundred percent, hundred percent. Um, as far as am I going to any of the other ones? Well, you'll find out. <laughs> oh, ambiguity. Oh, the mystery. <laughs> Can't tell you everything, Loli. <laughs> it's true. I wouldn't want to know everything. Although, yes, I would. <laughs> we'll be doing another spotlight in about an hour and a half with Steve. He will be divulging a lot more of what he hasn't this time. So please tune in again. Um, that's a joke. And Steve's like, wait, what? I never agreed to this. Um, well, Too late. Yep, you're in now. It's scheduled. Um, but uh, yeah, I think, you know, I feel really good about this conversation. I'm so glad to have even more insight into what you're up to. I had a pretty good grasp initially anyway through speaking with you over Zoom, but obviously a lot has been established since we spoke last. And it's been, you know, at least a month, probably more. So congratulations on everything. Congratulations on the support you're getting from the community. You deserve it more than more than most, you know, and I'm so excited to see all of this mint and all of this come to fruition because I know how much work you're putting into this project, man. And, and I really believe you're going to make some incredible changes to the space and they're going to be so authentic and impactful in all the right ways. So thank you again, dude. Um, if I end up going to NFT NYC, if you end up there, I might see you. I don't know whether that's going to happen because obviously I'm down in Australia, but I've been contemplating the idea. So I might rattle that around in my mind a bit, see if I can come to the States for a minute because I feel like I'm missing out and there's so much FOMO down here in Australia. <laughs> so yeah, that is, that's it from me. Uh, anything else from anyone in the room? We want to know if you're going to donate an NFT. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to put you on the spot like that. <laughs> well, I have this thing. It's called a uh, board ape. So, I, do, would you like that? Or um, you can put it to the raffle. So, one of the the people who buy the uh, who who buy into the presale, they can have a chance at winning it. All right, fine. You've twisted my arm. Board ape is finally someone else who. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually completely false. There is zero chance. <laughs> never, 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 ever. Um, I check it every day. Like, was I scammed overnight somehow? And it's still there right now. But I, I'm, I'm still afraid. But yeah. Well, pl please tell us it's in like a ledger or something equivalent. 
No, it's actually at this address, um, 0x. Uh, no, um, my seed phrase is, anyway, <laughs> this joke is going <laughs> too long. Uh, it is on a ledger currently, but I still don't trust it. I'm still so a phone call. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, did I, I just got rubbed. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we we, we can hear you. We're we're talking about how you, you uh you you were talking about how you used to be afraid and how you've overcome that fear and now you have faith that everything is gonna be all right. That's what we were hearing. That's false. <laughs> 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 I live in fear. I hold my ledger. It's around and it's it's on a necklace around my neck right now. It's implanted under my skin. Um, but no, let's uh, let's leave it there, Steve. You're a legend. It's always so good to speak with you. Um, I'm so glad more people were in the room to hear about your project. I think it's pretty well established that you, um, you know, a lot of people know what's happening in your world. Uh, you've been very vocal about this project. And again, like I said, I'm looking forward to seeing everything come to fruition. Um, so I'm going to wrap the room now. Uh, the next space we're doing is tonight, but it's going to be the morning for most of you if you're in the States. It's with 3Q the legendary uh, person who's been creating uh, generative music NFTs with AI. So I'm excited to speak to him next. We'll be doing a post on Lowly Labs that you can set your reminder for as well if you want to get more into an NFT music discussion. But yeah, we'll be posting more of the schedule soon. Lots of love. We'll see you next time. All right. Take care, Lowly. <laughs> and everybody. Take care.